Welcome to New to Newton, the podcast that tells aspiring graduates everything they need to know about starting a career in consulting with Newton. In today's episode, we'll be looking at the complexity and variety of projects that graduates at Newton work on and how those projects can lead to an inspiring start to your career. Before we get started, David, Chloe, Hamish, please may you tell me a bit about yourselves. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm David. Um, I'm a fairly recent consultant. I've been at Newton for 15 months. Um, my background is mechanical engineering, um, and I've spent most of the time in the, the public sector. Hi, my name's Chloe. Uh, I'm even newer than David. I've been here at Newton for six months, and I sit within the people-centred change team. So I specialise in all things engagement, communications, and the people side of change. Hi, so I'm Hamish. I've been at Newton coming up to five years now. I'm a principal consultant um, with our operations team, and I've worked in my five years across all of our main clusters uh, and sectors, uh, most recently actually working in our defence sector, uh, both maritime and air. Brilliant. Great to meet you all. And I'd love to know first, what attracted you to consulting? What were you looking for from your career? Chloe, you're newest to Newton, so why don't we come to you first? Sure. Um, I guess it was because, if I'm going to be really honest, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I knew that I really enjoyed learning about different organisations and wanted to get a feel for what it was like to work in different industries like FMCG or central government or retail. And consulting just seemed like the perfect opportunity to be able to get a feel for what it would be like to work in those different sectors, those different companies. And to be honest, I I never thought I would spend so long in it. I've been consulting for six to seven years now and still love it and don't can't really imagine that I'm going to leave and go into industry. I think I'm just addicted to dipping your toe into different organisations and seeing what it's like and meeting so many new people all the time. In, in a weird way, I didn't actually know that I wanted to do consulting until I ended up in consulting. Um, all I knew in my final year of university was that I didn't want to do engineering and consulting seemed quite attractive because it, it sort of offered me lots of problems to solve but also gave me lots of opportunities with regards to skills that I wanted to build up. So um, my background is in, in engineering but I knew that I had a, a real interest in digital solutions and digital products and Newton have within their organisation they've got a, a sort of digital team um, which I went for as a graduate and um, getting an offer within the digital team meant that I can build up some skills that I didn't necessarily have the opportunity to build up at university whilst also um, solving some very complex problems. Um, so it was mainly a, a sort of a learning opportunity for me, but also a really great opportunity to solve some real world problems that you wouldn't be able to do in, in any other job. When I was thinking about what I want to do with my career whilst I was at university I was uh, studying economics and a lot of my friends on the on the course were looking at uh, banking asset management and those types of more financial um, careers and that's where my interest naturally went following them but um, as I learned more about that industry and, 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 the, and the what the job would entail there I wasn't that enthused by it. And and then some people started to talk about consultancy and that seemed like something that I would be interested in. So um, I actually really got seriously interested 
when I went to a Newton selection day. So I, I did a round of testing and then got invited to a selection day. And at the selection day, you know, I met a few Newton consultants um, because they're the ones who run the selection days. And they were able to talk to me about actually what they did day to day, working in different organizations uh, with different people from all sorts of levels. And that just appealed to my my sort of my sense of constant, you know, motivated by learning and development and intrigue. Um, and then basically, as I went through that recruitment process with Newton, I learned more and more about both consulting and the company, uh, and just fell in love with it, really, and then was fortunate enough to to be offered the job. And, and here I am five, five years on, and haven't really looked back. I imagine there will be a fair few stories that jump to mind with this next question. What's the most complex project you've worked on at Newton? And how did you manage to navigate those complexities and deliver for the client? David, why don't we start with you? Yeah, sure. Um, so the, the most complex project that, that I've had has actually been fairly recent. Um, so obviously in the in the weird world we're in, um, lots of things have changed due to, to COVID. Um, when the lockdown first hit, I was working in a, a health trust in the UK and um, we pivoted from our, our previous project work to to helping that, that trust respond to the challenges of the pandemic um, and there were a number of, sort of structural problems within the trust that meant that actually combating a pandemic is, is quite difficult um, so they had upwards of 40 different community teams um, so by a community team, I mean a sort of a local nursing team, a local OT team, etc., um, who help people in their own homes, um, depending on the need that they have. Um, and so they had upwards of 40 different teams, but we, we found out through the initial modelling that their demand for these services is going to outstrip capacity by a factor of four. So um, what we really needed was, was to quickly have a way of understanding who to give support to in in really really dire situations um and they had no visibility of that because all of these different teams had different sort of referral systems different computer systems and there's no way of sort of piecing that jigsaw together um so the the, the project essentially which which i was the part of the project i was involved in was was building a single referral system to integrate the pathways into one place so that Sort of health workers, social workers, etc., could all see who needed care um, at that point in time in one place, um, without any sort of barriers between organisations or or whatever their needs were. Um, and the, the problem that we had was was actually it was very complex from a sort of human perspective because we were interacting with so many different individuals and interacting with so many different sort of referral routes, organisations, referrers. Um, but from a technical perspective, it's basically just get the information in front of the people. Um, and for me, that was incredibly exciting because it was there was such a human impact to the, the work we were doing in those few weeks. But we had to deliver it incredibly quickly, um, spinning up a referral system from nothing into fully functional within two weeks, um, which I personally absolutely loved the work that we did in those in those few weeks and the, in the months that followed. I think it was my first project at Newton, actually. So it was helping a global FMCG, so fast-moving consumer goods organisation, to, 
identify the financial and operational improvements that could be made across the organization. It was the first time I had personally worked in FMCG. So there was a lot of new language to get my head around, um, a lot of new concepts uh, that I wasn't used to. But part of my role was to understand if we did make these financial and operational improvements to the way that the organization ran, how would that affect the people within the organization? And what were the cultural or behavioral barriers or things that would support those changes? And personally, when we entered the organization and we started speaking to people, and you first of all just start to get a lay of the land of how many people are there and who sits where and what do they do and how might their role be affected. There were so many different teams with very similar names and everyone would refer to different parts of the organization using old terminology and the email outlook um, diagrams were said different things. So the complex uh, part of that project for me was just understanding the organization and how did it work, who was in it, because there were lots of different versions of the truth. But Soon you start to work together with your team, you'll piece together different pieces of conversation that you've all had with different members of uh, the client team. And you start to just listen, really, and understand what is it that people are saying about um, how they work, the, the different factors that influence their decision making day to day. And you start to, I guess, work out and piece together how are those people going to be affected by future changes and to play back a really compelling story to the client to, to demonstrate that the, the change is possible, it needs to happen in this certain way, uh, and that the people are going to be integral to actually making it happen. Both projects sound very complex for a multitude of different reasons. David, Chloe, were there any particular tactics you used to help you succeed and any particular skills that you drew upon? So I think for me, pulling on the knowledge and the expertise and insight that the rest of the Newton team had, uh, their previous experiences of working on similar types of projects or in similar uh, sectors or companies before, um, you, you can't tackle a problem by yourself behind a, a laptop screen. You really need to work together with other people and to pool together all your knowledge and to, to solve the problem as one team. It's more energizing. You have better ideas that way. And so it's really the relationships you form, not just with the Newton team, but with the client team as well to help you get to the answer. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, I think the thing that really helped me through first few weeks of of that program was definitely um everyone else that we had around around us um so i the the sort of platform that we ended up using to build this this new referral system i'd used in the past but it was not my sort of area of expertise but we had a number of individuals in the business who who had used it extensively and we could sort of go to for support um or extra understanding when we needed it i think the second thing worth worth mentioning is that you can solve this problem in isolation. You can build a referral system that is technically perfect, but unless you have that context on the ground and that understanding of how it's actually used, what the, the challenges that those people who are using it are actually facing, um, you're, you're going to completely miss the mark. And like 
throughout the the months that followed, I, I based myself a lot in the referral coordinate, essentially in the community coordination centres, um, where the referral system was being used, just to to gain that local insight of okay, so the reason why we're actually having these problems with the system, and therefore the reason the way in which we need to develop it going forwards, um, is because Jenny is is not able to do the specific task that she needs to do for her job every day and um, it really brought context to the problems that we were solving and made sure that the direction in which we were heading was always aligned to the operational needs as well as the sort of organizational needs. I think David's hit on a really important point though which is so much of what we do is trying to put ourselves in the shoes of the people within the organization who are going to go through the change or need to be part of helping to solve that complex problem so having that empathy and being able to really listen and understand people is a huge part of it does that make the end results ultimately more rewarding do you think when you can see the change that that's having for people working in the organization yeah definitely and I think it's not only more rewarding that you you get to see the change that 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 um in place effectively being used but I think it also helps you to sort of solve it right the first time um so if you if you went into your box and tried to solve it yourself without that external insight you're just you're never going to hit the mark and as a result um it's so important to have those connections with the individuals that are using whatever solution you're you're developing um or else you're gonna have to solve it four or five different times and ultimately because of the complexity of the problems that that we we sort of solve you you can't afford to solve it four or five different times you want to get it as close to correct the first time hamish coming over to you how do you help others to succeed on their projects? Is there any specific training you give them or is it all about learning on the job and letting them figure things out for themselves? Yeah, so it's it's definitely about a bit of a bit of both. And I'll start really from, from the start in that as soon as you join Newton, you, you do a four week intensive induction training course, um, which uh, I'm now love the fact that I get to train some of that. So, so I see these new consultants coming in and, um, you know, get to train them in these Newton methodologies, which is really, you know, starting from how do we actually go in and, and improve a business, but also working on some of the, some of the softer skills, some of the digital skills that you'll need from the offset as a consultant. Um, and so that four week training course is, is brilliant. But then after that, you are thrown into, into the deep end on a project. And, and yes, then it is about a about learning on the job and um that could be you know in in a number of different in different sectors and different roles and things but i think the thing that i love about newton is that it can be really really scary and i think particularly that week number five in on the job you've done your four weeks of of training and then you are you are thrown into it it can be really scary but you do feel really supported there's loads of structures in place around to make sure that you are supported and that comes in some you know regular training that you will still get face to face um so time off site so you know after another six weeks you'll come back off site and back into the classroom and do a little bit more of a recap and training and things and then further down the line eight months in there's a bit more of that um but there's also a load of other support networks that, that are there you know on a daily basis on on projects on site and that comes through definitely through your line manager who will be who will be managing you and your direct point of contact on the project you're working on um but then also your your development manager as well um who plays a really important role in your career and because 
because with you know as is the case in lots of consulting your project changes quite a lot so you could be on a project for sometimes six weeks if it's an initial assessment phase um sometimes it's six nine months 12 months um but generally not more than that you'd be on a on a specific project in a specific role so your line manager can change quite a lot um and so that development manager role is something that's really important that is someone who is going to be a couple of grades um more senior than you and they are there to be the consistent person looking at your career and your development, but also just general support. You know, I, I use my development manager in a number of ways. Yes, to flesh out, you know, where, where, what are the skills that I need to be focusing on? Where's my career going and having those high level conversations about my future, but also someone I can just ring up and have a bit of a vent, you know, if I've had a bad week, um, a shoulder to cry on and those sorts of things. And I'm fortunate enough now that I'm a, I'm a development manager myself for, for three consultants. And um, I actually love having those catch ups with them. I love being there to sort of support them and seeing them grow and seeing them, seeing them develop. So I think, yeah, to summarize, it's, there is specific training from, from the get go and then peppered throughout your career, but a huge amount of on the job learning um, that can be really quite scary and daunting, but I really do feel we've got the right support networks at Newton, um, at Newton for that. Talk me through the start of a project then. What happens? Are you working with a new team, a new location? Are you always working with new client sectors or are they sometimes the same? Yeah, so a lot of the time it will be completely new team, new location. It might be in with the same client and it might be a different phase of work that we're doing or it, and it might be in the same sector or cluster, but it, it could be completely different. G- generally, if we're starting with a new client, um, we'll start in what we call like an assessment phase of the work, which is somewhere between four to eight weeks, really getting to know and understand that that business um, and w- where the issues lie and then where we can pull out, you know, a, a plan to support them um, and, and deliver some, some substantial change for them. So, um, that can always be more daunting as well when it's potentially a completely new sector for us to for us to break into. And I remember um, that happening to me a few years ago when we we turned up and to uh, to you know working with a massive retailer turned up to a, a, their huge e-commerce distribution center that was nine football fields long, cost two hundred fifty million pounds to to use, sixteen kilometers of conveyoring. Um, in, a, in a completely automated process and I just remember walking into this really not not knowing um, what an e-commerce distribution center was would had worked in distribution centers and had worked in retail but for us this this particular building and, and the issues within it was was completely completely new um, but but actually you know after a, a few days of going crikey where do we start here we we went back to that core newton methodology that that you learn on your initial four-week induction course and then it's kind of continually um talked about and, and built on throughout your career at newton and and we just applied the you know the steps that, that we learn in that that we apply to you know healthcare, to social care to big defense um bills you know to retail it's the same methodology we, we applied that and we worked through the process and and, and ultimately we produced something that was really um, really compelling, made, made this kind of really complex um, issue and and site and process into something that was really simple and manageable for the clients. And then ultimately, that's somewhere we're, where we're now in our third consecutive year of working there with that client on that, because we've been able to have a really positive impact with the client there. And we're doing some really cool things. Um, so yeah, it's, it can be quite daunting starting on a, on a on a new project, but actually each time you go through that um, process of, of trying something new and you realise that actually the support networks there around you, the methodology holds true in all the different sectors, it makes that very much less daunting. 
David, Chloe, talk me through how you feel at the start of a project. You know, how do you feel about changing locations and teams? I think I think it really, it's worth saying that it never feels the same. You won't ever get used to sort of switching sector, switching teams, switching projects. Um, but there's always a little bit of excitement in you. Um, like sometimes you don't want to, to let a team that you, you had go before because you've had such a wonderful time with them. You, you bought, you sort of got some really close bonds with other team members and you solved this, this awesome, incredible problem with them side by side. And it's, it's, it's quite special. But um, every time you switch onto a new project, you get the opportunity to do the exact same thing again with a whole group of people you, you don't necessarily know as well in a new sector you haven't necessarily touched before. Um, now, that's not, not to say that it's not daunting. Um, sometimes, like, simple things like acronyms can can leave you outside of a conversation. Um, if you drop onto a client site and you're speaking to clients and, and they're all just having a sort of complex chat about the sector in which they're in and you, you're sort of sitting outside. So there's there's a there's often a an upfront bit of trying to understand the sector, trying to understand the language, trying to understand the people. Um, but I'd say like because we've been equipped with the induction methodology because we know how to break down these problems into something coherent and, and something that we can go out and solve and tackle. Um, it's, although it might be daunting at times, it, it is also really exciting. And we, like, I think you can, you can have like those people who, who don't really like switching sectors and don't like switching projects. I myself was, was one of them, um, but that was until I switched project. And like every single time I've done it, I've, I've really enjoyed the team I've gone to because everyone I work with is, is absolutely wonderful and brilliant at their job. And every single piece of work we do has a, a point of difference and added complexity to the thing you've done in the past. Um, so although on the surface, I don't know, working with, with but based on your sort of personal preferences, you might not want to work in a big FMCG client versus a, a frontline social work team. Like there's something about the FMCG client that that you might not know about until you get your sort of head into it. Um, that really excites you and, and really helps you develop in a specific way. Um, so yeah, it's different every time. Chloe, how do you feel about changing locations and teams? Is that an aspect of the job that you enjoy or that you don't enjoy? Um, it's definitely an aspect of the job I enjoy. I, I love variety and meeting new people and learning new things. The first few days, though, on a new project, no matter what it is, though, can feel quite disorientating. You, There's just the logistical stuff that you've got to get your head around as well. So where in the country am I going to? Where is this client based? How am I going to get there? Where am I going to sleep? How am I going to eat? Like all the kind of stuff that if you're going to the same office day in, day out, or you're traveling from home to work every day, then you don't really have to think about that kind of stuff. But as a consultant, you do have to be quite adaptable to your surroundings. And sometimes you might need to change location or uh, change which site you're going to at very short notice in a day's notice. But you pull upon, you know, your team, you ask, you know, if people have been on that client before, if they're all still, if they've been on that project and you're joining, you, you're you never going to be on your own. You'll make sure that you stay in a similar place and that you go eat dinner together in the evening and you are introduced to the right client colleagues on site. So you're definitely not a lone ranger. You're part of a team. But yeah, those first few days can be quite disorientating. 
But I, I love that feeling of a couple of weeks in when you start explaining the project that you're working on or the organisation to your friends, your family, to your colleagues, and you start to realise, wow, I, I know a lot about this organisation and I knew nothing two weeks ago. So that's really cool. And you go on quite a journey in that sense. Last question before we finish up. What advice would you give to candidates to help them thrive and succeed at Newton? I think the, the advice I would give is you just need to remember it's okay to not know everything. Like you are going to be surrounded by others who you can draw on for advice, for challenge, for support if you need it. Um, and that will stand you in good stead, irrespective of the problem in front of you. I think first and foremost, it's about being open to learning. So open to new experiences, open to development. Um, and then secondly, really, is probably around resilience. Um, it can be tough sometimes, so you just need a certain amount of resilience. I'd say it's to always be inquisitive, to really listen to people and to trust your intuition, to know when to to challenge and to ask why and to, to get to the nub of a problem. It's been brilliant to hear about the real breadth of projects that you work across and some of the complex problem solving that you have to undertake at those projects, but reassuring that that complexity, the variety, although it might seem daunting at first, it's actually what excites you most about the job and you get a huge amount of support along the way. So David, Chloe, Hamish, thank you so much for your insights and stories.